What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, we had NHL draft day today. So for more draft content, please hit that subscribe button. Um, just a heads up, this might be a long-winded podcast. NHL draft, NBA free agency starts on Friday. NHL free agency starts on Saturday. So we got a, it's going to be probably a long one. So we will appreciate you guys if you watch it through. We also got soccer transfer news as well. Soccer, yeah, big soccer transfer news. Um, also, just just a heads up, if this podcast episode becomes low energy, we apologize in advance. We're both under the weather, but we got to grind this content out because it's draft season day. mode. <laughs> it's a draft day. We, gotta, right. we can't miss today. Yeah. Without further ado, we're finally starting with NHL, not NBA. <laughs> yeah, that never happens. Yeah. So NHL draft at this time of recording was today. So on Wednesday, round one, round two and above is on Thursday. So by the time we release it. Uh, we're not going to be previewing round two because we have no clue what happened in round one. It's, bless you. We have no clue. What yeah, happened. I'm very sick. <laughs> we, we have no clue what's happening in round uh, two and three. We barely knew what happened at the end of round one. So uh, For Canucks fans, uh, they don't we have, don't have a round two pick, but we have yeah. a couple of round threes, I believe, Yeah. and fours. Um, All right, but, so what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the Canucks or you just want to go in order? We're going to go in order, but before we go in order, like the NBA one, I have some, some complaints about the draft. Why the <laughs> hell is it so long? <laughs> It wasn't that bad, right? They like, started at four. And ended oh, they started at four, yeah. That's I ended true. up falling asleep for the last bit because obviously A doesn't help when you're not feeling too well. But, yeah, I was asleep too. But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, I'm bored now. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it was like, what, took four hours? Gary Bettman took like, and same with the NBA, like, even that took three yeah, hours. But, but that's two rounds. No, but I'm talking about the first round took three hours. The second round took like one and a half, which makes sense because there's a reason why Jokic got drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. But, yeah. but like, even this NHL one, like, why does every member of your front office needs to show up to the um to the stage why does Gary Bittman have to give like a 20 minute speech prior to right um I get it you might need time to stitch the jerseys and there's commercial reasons but like people are definitely gonna be tuning out um I understand today. or they'll tune in once their team shows up if you're a good team obviously well, who is that guy retiring today the GM David Poyle yeah so I kind of understand to give like a little give him a little speech but you know everybody should be like Patrick Alvin just straight up go there make the pick and bro get why on. why are you giving Vegas credit to winning the cup now, like, yeah, <laughs> like, why is every like half the team saying that? Like, just say it, yo, at most, just say thank you, Nashville, stop, for hosting. Uh, stop for a second. We're did, gonna did come back to the NHL. Did game. it happen? Yeah, bef- right before we hit record, we were looking at this baseball game. Domingo German throws 99 pitch perfect game versus bro, A's because bro, 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 fourth bro, bro, Yankee. Don't disrespect him. Jingo Homerman. That's Herman, bro. Herman. Sorry, bro. I'm reading it. Perfect like, game. Is, uh, let me just double check. Or no, hitter. I think it was perfect game. He was perfect after eight. Yeah, Domingo Herman has thrown the fourth perfect game in Yankees history. This is the 24th perfect game in MLB history. Wow. And the first since 2012. So And in 99 pitches? I thought someone else had a no-hitter. I thought like Kershaw had a no-hitter in between, but I guess it was... Sorry, yeah, no perfect hitter. game, but no. I thought it was... That was more was it last one Roy Holiday? No. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Because it I remember... Could be. It could be. I remember a couple of years ago, Carlos Rodon had a perfect game uh, through seven or eight. But then he allowed a walk in the ninth or something. Yeah. So, but he still got no hitter. Per- last perfect game thrown. But I mean, it does kind of help when you're playing the athletics. But it's still, it's still tough, obviously. Felix Hernandez, I think. Bro, he did 99 pitches. That's like that's hella efficient. Yeah. We've seen our share of no hitters since then. The most recent perfect game came in 2012 when Felix Hernandez of the Mariners accomplished the feat in August. 15, yeah, Felix Hernandez is, yeah. was pretty good. Uh, you're a Yankee fan, so I don't want to congratulate you, but as a player, I'll congratulate you for making history. Yeah, Blue Jays, you're up, man. We need one. Kevin Gosman is always close to it. Chris Bassett was close to it. 
You know, Barrios at the time was as close to it. Yeah, they were all... Bassett pitched a full game. Barrios pitched into the ninth inning, I think, once. And Gosman last year. Gosman, the only issue with Gosman is throws, like, strikeouts. So his his pitch count's, like, already above 100, like, in seven innings. Yeah. All right, that was a little bit of an MLB talk. The first first little breaking news. major breaking news, but, you know... It's still a great accomplishment. Like a major accomplishment. Major accomplishment made in uh, baseball history. No hits, no walks. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, 11-0 win as well, but it is also the athletics. It's athletics. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move back to the NHL where we cut off. Oh, yeah. It takes so long. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, why why do you need to thank Vegas? <laughs> yeah, like, why do you waste? Just say thank you, Nashville, for hosting because, like, NHL teams actually, like, yeah. are in the stadium, right? Unlike the NFL. Uh, so, like, <laughs> just say thank you, Nashville, for hosting. Our pick is Connor Bedard or whoever it was. Yeah. So, speaking of Connor Bedard, no shocker, he was the first overall pick, right? Or is it a complete shock to some people, probably? But Bro, you know, he just. But like, did you did you not notice that what jersey he got? Which one? Like he got ninety eight already. <laughs> yeah, they they give everyone got their own numbers. I think. No. No. No, it was just Bedard. So they just had it stitched up. Yeah, they're like, number? yeah, he's gonna be wearing ninety eight anyways. Here you go. I would. I still thought he should have gone the twenty three. That was his draft year. Everyone else got twenty three because we're everyone gonna get into the we're gonna get into the surprise picks. How would you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What number they're that's gonna true, wear? That's true. That's true. Right? Uh, yeah. You know, what? I'm just like, you know, like the Wembenyama this draft, the Zion draft, where you just had the hope, like, shock the world. Please shock the when world. When they said Regina, I'm like, wait, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, that's a team yeah. played on. But like, just please shock the world. But obviously, yeah, there's no chance. There's no chance. You, All can, right. you can't pass up on Bedard. Um, okay, let's just get started. Uh, first pick. Let me just pull up the draft as well. Because we're not going to go over, we're not going to go through every pick. We're going to go through the first couple up until the 11th. Maybe talk about a couple of local guys. Um, that got picked as well because to be honest like we said we're not we don't know too much about the draft but I'll be, like this is probably the one I paid attention it was better than the NBA draft in terms oh, of surprises yeah. surprises for sure for sure because every NBA draft pick was like we yeah, are not really a surprise or maybe somewhat but, but like that's like really. a couple positions off yeah a couple of picks off alright Bedard like I said straight up ninety. he got the 98 jersey no surprise you know it's funny because he's sharing uh, his favorite memory was when he was at game 5 when PX off the stanchion oh yeah and I guess the his strikes. question was yeah, you're going uh, to Chicago when there were rivals at that time, but obviously, what three-year contract? Maybe he'll sign a small extension, request a trade. Well, Connor Bedard will be a Canuck in ten years max. <laughs> Do it, Eric Lindros. Hold up. He's not. Well, he's I know too he late don't. now, but he can't. no. Congratulations, Bedard. Obviously, well deserved. Like you know, him and Wembenyama were like literally Clear the first overall ones. pick in like two years. But the draft started at two. For me, it actually started at three, but clearly it, it kind of started at two, at two because yeah. everyone thought it would be Adam Fantilli to the Ducks, but. It's not like it's a bad pick. It, it's kind of like the Brandon Miller, um, Scoot Henderson, Henderson thing, right? No, but it wasn't like people thought the Mitch Cobb stuff was um, big because with Matt Vivich, Mitch Cobb, the issue was his KHL contract slash. I don't know how the people are saying that they're overplaying the geopolitical stuff, but um, they're saying that even Mitch Cobb today could potentially go second because he, they're saying that his skill is similar, closer to um, like he's the best. Bedard. After Bedard, he's the best offensive player. Yeah, right. And then even with Bedard, like he's no McDavid because his speed isn't there. Um, we'll, we'll just quickly give Bedard his flowers. Um, Bedard, obviously his speed isn't there, but you know Chicago. I think I saw a post. I think it was um, Sam Cosentino of Sportsnet saying Patrick Kane 2.0 check next. Right? Yeah, legit sniper. He can make plays. Skill, right? uh, skill. Skills are absolutely incredible. Like, he saw the goal against Slovakia in the World Juniors. Yeah, exactly. And the overtime winner. But that yeah. was absolutely nasty. Yeah, so Connor Bedard is officially a Chicago Blackhawk. But number two, like we mentioned, it was Leo Carlson. 
not Adam Fantilli. Like pretty much, I think every draft had Adam Fantilli number two, except maybe one. And yeah. I don't know how reliable that draft was, but yeah, I think I remember because I changed the channel to the Jays game because I'm like, oh, they're taking forever. Let me change it back. I change hey. it back. And I'm like, this ain't Adam Fantilli. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you came to my room and you're like, what the hell just happened, right? Um, before I let you go, uh, like I said with Mitchkov, they were even saying that he could jump up to two. Yeah, but uh, to start the draft. But I was like, I was fixated. I'm like, you know, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Fantilli, right? It's gotta be Fantilli. Because he has a speed that Bedard doesn't, obviously. Yeah. So I know, speed. I don't know how much is like fit wise because they are similar level, but Carlson is like, I think a little bit of a better playmaker, like has better, like better senses. So maybe from the highlights, I mean, again, I'm not gonna comment too much on these yeah. on these players. And I this think this is like I said, a Scoot, Brady, uh, Miller yeah, situation. Kind of like that. But they're both these guys are both centers. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm saying like, since like Anaheim already has like the goal scoring, right? Because Fantelli is better, I would say, goal scorer, and Carlson is a better playmaker. So I feel like they maybe just like because of Zegris or like Troy Terry, they have some goal scoring. So they're like, let's just get a playmaker to yeah, set these guys up. Yeah, they kept it quiet too, right? Like, yeah, there was no leaks. Um, it was yeah. like, but otherwise, level wise, they're similar. Like, there's no... Yeah, like, every draft had them 2-3, so it wasn't, like, some egregious thing, like, we're going to get to at number 6. 6, yeah. But, um... So, like, because it's not fully surprising, but it was a little... It was a little, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, I, I was fixated on Adam Fantilli. Same. Up. Like, I, I was, was fixated on Adam Fantilli. So, I'm glad we don't have to play Adam Fantilli because he's going to Columbus. Anything else to say about Leo Carlson? Because it's too much. He's yeah, Sweden. Sweden, uh, I don't think anyone... I don't think any of them, other than Bedard, will play first year. Or from opening day, like yeah, because I could, thought Fantilli, maybe Carlson, I don't know, but Fantilli could, come could have played in if you put to Anaheim. I thought yeah, they but. could they could probably go come midway, but like uh, Bedard's the only one from opening day, like, yeah, lock. Yeah. Other others others can like Fantilli and Leo Carlson can, but they're obviously development is first, and NHL players, you know, yeah. sometimes take like two well, years for sure, two to four years. So let's move on to um, Columbus. Then obviously they ended up had the easiest pick of the night, I guess, with Adam Fantilli. And, you know, they needed a first-line center, like a top center ever, like where they lost PLD, right? Yeah. Um, even though he could be classified more of as a winger as well. but And then any other center, really, I uh, can't really name, um, recent, Bo- uh, Boone Jenner. Not He's really. not really a top-tier guy. Yeah, but like... So this is their chance to finally get a top-tier guy. Apparently, he wanted Columbus, so I don't know how much that was a factor of him. And I'm not picking kind of like Jaden Ivey last year, where he's like, I don't want to go to Sacramento. So, I don't know oh. if Adam Fantilli did that, but I'll be a little surprised, but who well, wants to go to Columbus, but you know, Columbus, well, I mean, is, Columbus is going to be a challenging for the playoffs, right? With their you have Provorov moves. You and, have Goudreau. Uh, you got Severson now. You got Kent Johnson. Pro, uh, Provorov. Provorov in the back. Wierenski. Wierenski. Right? Like, their, de- their defense definitely approved. Yeah, so um, they, they got their center of the future. Let's see how it works out. Kent Johnson, obviously, um, he's more friends with Bedard from what I know, but obviously Canada, Canada, right? Yeah. Uh, Hobie Baker winner, right? One of the few. You know, it's funny because uh, he's a Michigan player, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And now, now he's in Ohio State. He's like, it's no, it's always gold blue when he went on the sports map. He's like, it's always going to be gold blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's no the Ohio State. But that was that was the top three. Number four, was this is where the Mitchkov watch was going to start. Most yeah, likely. but most of, most of the um, time, it was going to be Mills, Will Smith. Yeah, no, no, but what I'm saying is this is where the Mitchkov was. I think Button had, this is like, where, Button had yeah. Mitchkov. Yeah, yeah, but like but, a lot of dress, uh, mock dress Hassan did say yeah, yeah, for sure. Will Smith. So like this, this is for me where the yeah for us. This is where like oh, this is where the actual draft starts. Will Smith, not the actor, not the guy. But it's funny because he came out with a Fresh Prince song as his walkout song. Actually, yeah. There's two. There's also two Will Smiths in baseball too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and they're all white. I'm pretty sure <laughs> not the one from acting, but yeah, yeah. or a singer actor. 
But yeah, no, Will Smith, not a surprise pick for San Jose. Makes sense. Again, again, I'm not gonna comment too much on their games. You guys could, you know, if you guys are fans of these teams, you just go search the uh, highlights up because that's what we're doing with Tom Willender. Spoiler, Canucks fans. But um, yeah, so Will Smith went there, and Dave. This was a some of a surprise. First of all, I have two things before we get to the pick. Yeah. Well, the pick was David Reinbacher went to Montreal. Oh, we're going to fifth already. Yeah, yeah. Because wait, do you want anything else to Will say? Will Smith. Sounds? I mean, I think this is like. It's like kind of like the NBA now, like the NHL. They're not coming from like the CHL anymore. Like there's like Europe. This was a WHL heavy, I think, Western heavy yeah. draft. Like there's a lot of obviously. I know, but I'm saying just in recent years, like there people coming from like US development, like Will Smith. Oh yeah, a lot. And now. then uh, obviously European yeah. as well, right? So like it's kind of like it's like it's, it's growing at least. Yeah. It's good to see. Um, this was obviously like Bedard was WHL or CHL, one of them. Uh. Bro, I don't even know. Yeah, well, I get those, I get those confused. Leo Carlson overseas, yeah. Adam Fantilli College, Will Smith, the U.S. Development Program. Yeah. Right? Obviously, he's American. So, but let's go to number five. This is the guy that went up a lot, right, in recent times. Like, at first, when I looked at it back in January, he was, like, in the 15 range. There, but I don't now think he went up to five with David. Because it was, like, really forward-heavy, right? Like, the forward group in this. Yeah, exactly. Especially centers. And there are some few wingers as well. Yeah. Like, obviously... Because there's one defense in the top 10. Yeah. You could tell it's forward heavy. David yeah. Reinbacher is the guy that went. Now, two things before we get to the actual pick. Yeah. Carey Price. <laughs> I, I don't know if you just got stage nervous because that's what it seems like. I'm not going to. Stage fright, yeah. Stage fright. Uh, then, cause he, or he was scared to butcher the name or something. And number two, why the hell was he mic'd up? Oh, while and walking. walking to the uh, commissioner. What, to Gary Bettman. After. Yeah, right. I don't get like, it. You could barely hear him. Like, the dude's like in shock that he's got, got picked. Not in shock that he got on high, but like shock like. You're, you know that feeling, right? Oh, you like emotions. Yeah, the emotions. Yeah, I Obviously. know that feeling. I've been drafted so many times. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that emotion, like you see it on these guys, right? Um, yeah. So I'm like, what the hell was that? I messaged my buddy because he's a Canadians fan, right? Yeah. Um, or at least, yeah, I think he is. He's like, I messaged him. He's like, yeah, it's just weird. It was awkward. Like he's just walking. I was like, who's He's talking? hugging his family, and then they're all they're interfering by saying, "How does it feel?" <laughs> like, bro, what do you expect? You're gonna talk it? to Carolyn Cameron after, anyways. Like they're gonna do, yeah, post the Canadians that are watching it uh, yeah, in Canada Sportsnet. or what Sportsnet. They're gonna watch it with Carolyn Cameron, anyways, and then the Americans would watch it with uh, ESPN. But, but no, anyways, David Reinbacher, right shot D, the most scarce position, right? He, he was is better, also more scarce because he's a better defensive. Like he's more defensive than he is offensive, but he has a he has a big shot and he, big he's body. big body. He could skate well yeah. for that big size as well. Uh, obviously, you were hoping he fell. I was hoping he fell to the Canucks because I feel like he was perfect partner for Quinn Hughes in the future. Yeah, so that's why I was hoping. But obviously, uh, recent his stock was rising ever yeah. since like the World Juniors. Yeah, like up t- until yesterday when I was looking at mock drafts, like yeah. a break during work and stuff. Yeah, I think he was, like, I, I he thought was really as high as five. I thought it was, yeah, high as five. I thought he was going to be like seven or eight. Right? Yeah. Like seven, I, thought, I thought Montreal was getting Mitch Kopp, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Obviously, they went defense. They were rumored to trade the pick down. But um, yeah, David Reinbacher, obviously a Montreal Canadian. Move up to moving down to the sixth pick. Here here was a the Russian was taken. A uh, Russian was taken by the name of not Matvimichkov, who everybody thought it was. Because I didn't. So for me, when I was reacting to it, right? Yeah. Like they were saying, oh, was it locomotive Russia? I don't know where he's from, right? Yeah. But it said Russia. I was like, all right, it's Michkov. And then I'm then like, heard Dmitry. <laughs> Dmitry. Yes. Like, Who's this guy? And you hear the broadcast go quiet. You see Simashev be like, what the hell? She, he was like, he was like, no. Yeah. Like, like he was shocked yeah. himself. So so essentially, Dmitry Simashev. First off, we're not downplaying anything. 
we are just surprised because we're going based off what we saw in mock drafts, what the analysts are saying, the pros yeah, are saying. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm not downplaying the player. I'm downplaying the spot of the pick. This reminds me of when Daniel Jones was went up to like six when he could have been at 15. This was yeah. like Cam Johnson. But it, I'm also pro. If you're into that player, just get that player. Because Cam Johnson, look how good he became. And he was yeah, I know, back, but... Right? He was, he was supposed to go in the 20s. 20s, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's a big so He could have gone with their second pick even if they're really, really scared. They could they could have definitely managed it better for sure. They yeah. should have traded back. That's the part where, like, like, what the hell just happened? And he is shook a, up the draft. He is a first-round talent. Yeah. Canucks were linked to him. That tra- the Canucks wanted to trade down maybe to get this guy. Yeah, like, if all the picks were gone. Yeah. Like, their player pool. Yeah. But, no, that six is way too high for him. Yeah. So, this shook up the draft completely, right? Because we'll get to Washington in a second. But Philly... But Dmitry Simashev, he's also... People are saying that he has the potential of being the best uh, D-man in this draft. He's a left shot, right? But, again, it was just because the way project- projections were in classic Arizona. did classic Arizona things. They know, Same thing like with Brett could, Hayden back in the Hughes draft. Like, what, draft. three years ago? Like, three years from now, they could be... They could just have an A-plus draft. Yeah, just because of this pick, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we're not knocking down the player. We're knocking down, like... Ma- management could have I think they could have like yeah they didn't have to trade back all the 20 yeah they could have traded they back had a, to, they had the 12th pick as well yeah they could have traded back to like 15 because even the 12th right? pick was like questionable yeah right? they could have so, traded back to like 15 or something you know yeah so because um, like yeah Nashville was trying to move up especially being in Nashville but let's move on 7 here it was Matt there was Mitch. no surprise I don't I didn't Philly I, I didn't think it was a surprise I thought Washington was guaranteed to get Matt Mitch Cup no no, no. What. I, I think um he wasn't going past Philly because I think Philly really liked him. I thought he wasn't going past Washington no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, Philly took him. I'm not surprised. But because but. people were trying to get trade ahead of Philly to get Mitchkov. Yeah. Right? Like, especially, like, how the Montreal pick was uh, yeah, in that, play. That was the case. The Arizona oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. But surprising that he was a second Russian taken off, for yeah. sure. But Philly, obviously, you have to wait a couple years, for sure. Uh, but... Man has it's a risk. It's a massive risk. But it's a risk. But the risk is over, not the risk is not ability. The risk is like if he comes over. If he comes over. Yeah. Or right. he has to get a buyout for a contract. What we're saying essentially is he's a draft and stash, meaning he's already signed with his like overseas team. KHL, in this case, right. KHL team. Canucks fans know this with Vasily Podkolzin when we drafted him. That's why he fell to ten in twenty eighteen, nineteen. Whenever the whenever the draft was hosted, I think it was twenty nineteen. And he was, you know, they couldn't agree to a buyout for him to come over, right? So that's why he's, um, he'll be in the KHL for like three more years. Yeah, he has like three more years now. Yeah. Moving on, Ryan Leonard, the next U.S. development guy on the yeah. line with Will Smith. And no surprise here. No because, surprise, yeah. He was supposed uh, to be top 10. Even uh, Washington's GM was just like, we, in our scenario, we thought he was gone. So they had another plan they were going to pick. Yeah, I, don't I think know who, it probably would have been Dalibor Dvorsky. I don't know who would have been. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, in our situation, we didn't have Ryan Leonard here available. Yeah, so yeah. The, the fact that he was here, we're taking that all day. So no surprise. Ovechkin no, no got surprise. A, another guy. Obviously, none of these guys are really going to be playing. A lot of them are going back to their overseas or college or um, AHL, not AHL, um, WHL, CHL, whatever yeah, team yeah. they're in, the junior team they're on for one more year. Yeah. Um, nine. So this is where a shakeup a little happened. Again, Nate Danielson. Nate Danielson to Detroit. People was the Zadina effect. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a certain name falling, which we'll get to. That's why, right? Yeah. And obviously, he's a center. Uh, that you know, he was supposed to be around the Canucks range, eleven to fifteen range, I think. Yeah. And obviously, they shook it up because Dalibor Dvorsky was on the board. 
Zach Benson was the guy who was on the board. So those two guys were rumored to go up. Alex L. Sandin Palika even. Tom Willander. Yeah. So, yeah. So Detroit obviously took their best guy. Shades of Zadina is what they were saying on Twitter. You know, like I said, we're not going for anyone's downfall here. It's just like the surprising element. There's no trades, by the way, that happen, right? No. In general. So, yeah, which is kind of surprising. But um, moving on, 10. So this was an easy pick for St. Louis with Dalibor Dvorsky. Yeah, he People was supposed to go top 10. the Canucks. Yeah. So Dalibor Dvorsky, he played in Sweden a lot, but was is Slovakian. Yeah, he's Slovakian. Slovakian moved to Sweden because Slovakian, Sweden was better, like, hockey yeah. development-wise. So here we go. Um, so what the 11th pick? It is Tom Willander. And, all right, so this is where we're going to probably take, like, 5-10 minutes talking with the Canucks again, as you can tell from your sh- uh, Joven shirt. Yeah. Um, so they take another Swede. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> like we have a Swedish history, right? It's the Dean brothers, um, the GM himself, last year's pick, Jonathan Lakaramaki. Patterson. Patterson. Other Patterson. Oh, yeah, other Patterson. Uh, right? So uh, Hoaglander. So that wasn't, it wasn't a surprise. Here's the thing, right? First of all, about the player, he was projected to go out of us anyway, so it wasn't a surprise pick. Like in that anyways. range, right? Like People were surprised that Benson was falling slightly, even though in recent mocks he was dropping, but... Uh, he's a he's a Canucks fan growing up. He said that he was a big yeah, because of the Canucks fan because of the Sedins. So we didn't get Bedard, but we got <laughs> Tom Willander. Um, he's committed to go to Boston University next year. Yeah. So he's not gonna be in the NHL. Obviously, he shouldn't be in the NHL. It's a right shot demon. So obviously, scarce position. And this draft draft had three top the top three defensemen essentially were um, right shot D. Right. So it's kind of hard to pass up on it, but. Um, here's the thing. And also, it's kind of like deja vu from, like I said, Zadina and Brett Hayden draft from the community's draft. Yeah. That players are calling. Guess I already told you, but just say the name that was trending on Twitter after this pick. Oli Levy. Right. So, here's the thing. First off, I'm going to get this off my chest. I understand it's a draft and everybody has their own preference. And obviously, Waylander was supposed to fall to us. Not fall to us. We were supposed to take him anyways. But it, like I said, with the draft, how it played out, everybody wanted Zach Benson because of the upside. So, the classic debate of was this the best guy available? According to Patrick Alvin, he said, yes, this was our best guy available no matter what, instead of positional need, which was the Oli Levy um, draft with Kachuk and Keller and all these guys that went afterwards. Okay? But I'm seeing on Twitter, people are just saying, like, shit pick, horrible pick, what the hell are you doing? Um, no congratulations to the player, right? And I'm not going to say any names on Twitter. I'm sure Canucks Twitter, people will know who they are. Uh, why shit on a pick, right? Like, People are bringing up, oh, this is what happens when you win an extra couple of games for no reason. Yes, we agree with that. Yeah, Me and you that. agreed with that, but it's not the time to bring it up. That okay. was You bring it up once the season ended. You shit talk about that. That was a horrible situation. We bring it up during the draft lottery at the most. And then after that, you live with it. Why go back to the past? Right? Also, like, why, why, why go back to the past? That makes no yeah, sense to me. But also, they're different management groups. Exactly, right? So people are, like, obviously people are saying, oh, shades of Benning. This is clearly Benning, a, you know, so-and-so run group, blah, 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 Alcalini, all over this, even though this, I don't okay, think here's my point. with this, but yeah. Here's my point. At that time, we had the fifth pick. Yeah. Right? If, in my opinion, if you have a top... And Benning also admitted that was um, need. And now, we're not yeah. going to travel to 2015 or whatever that pick yeah. was, 2016, 17. But here, like, here's yeah. my point. Like, if you're in a top 10 pick, in my opinion, you should be just draft, drafting best player available. Yeah. But now that you're in the 11, like, you know, you're in the middle, mid, the mid, yeah. right? The middle part where, like, 11 to... 20, right? Yeah. Uh, from you still there. like a best player available, in my opinion, but it, yeah, yeah. you have to do your pros and cons and like 
your uh, a little uh, accounting word opportunity cost to see what are you missing out on if you take this if you take the position was, on me was Levy the best defenseman in that draft I have no clue I can't like I said I'm, I'm not gonna go back and research for that yeah, there's yeah, no but point but here's the thing and you saw something players are different players are different the, for sure yeah uh, Will Andrews seems like he's skyrocketed too as well he's skyrocketed but yeah. he seems like you know with his like demeanor that like he's a serious guy he's yeah. gonna work hard right like that reason why he he's literally coming, said reason why he's coming to Boston University he's like I want NHL, uh, or uh, North American North experience. American hockey experience he literally and said in his I, interview, I, I yeah. want this pick to be like no, I don't want the Canucks to feel like they made a shit pick. Yeah. Okay. Was he the best player available? Maybe not. Zach Benson, most likely. Yeah. But what does he bring to us? He brings size. Quinn Hughes doesn't have size. Compliments each other, right? Skates I, well. I was looking at this pick as a... For my defenseman, I was looking at a pick as a guy to pair up with Quinn Hughes in the future. Yeah. And obviously, centermen, like, just because yeah. we don't have any centers after Patterson, really. Benson was a winger, too. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Left wing is a need because we drafted right wingers a lot. Yeah. So he is. It, it may not be the best player available, but it was, it was the safest pick. Yeah. No. For right? sure. Because yes, he may not pan out. Yes, he pans out. Whatever. If he pans out, you have a top tier D pair of Quinn Hughes and Tom Molander. Quinn Hughes is the offensive guy. Tom Molander. He is not. Sk- the, he skates. He well. skates well. He's and big. He could He's move physical. the puck. He can move the puck. Right. He may not be offensively. As gifted as Axel Sandy Pelica. Yeah. But I don't want to. There was no use point. Hughes has offense. We got Philip Peronic. Hughes has offense. And we have Philip Peronic. Yeah, like uh, Pelica, uh, Sandy Pelica could run a quarterback power. a power play, right? Yeah. We don't need that because we have Peronic running the second unit. Yeah. Right? No, this was. um, Like, it was a smart pick. It was a smart pick. Like, obviously, I saw people like Satyar, Satyar Shah love this pick because of like, I, potential, I was, offensive potential, but great defensive capabilities then guys that think like Thomas Johnson I haven't seen him really tweet but from the tweets I've been seeing from other Canucks fans that are on it or Canucks fans I guess that are on it saying like oh yeah Sat and him Drancer argue because like blah 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 right um, for me like it's not even any of that if you had taken Benson you support Benson if you take in Sandin Palika you support Sandin Palika they're a rookie coming in uh, the, thing right? is- the key thing here is development is Wellander willing to get developed? That's for number one. And how are we gonna develop? Like you said, this is a different management group. You the thing is this with the lack of assets you have now, yeah, picks wise, yeah, you have to get this right. And getting it right doesn't mean just the pick. Getting it right is the pick, the player's uh character to get developed, your development team itself, yeah, and how just how long it's gonna take. Like don't throw him into the fire like how we did with Hoglander, right? Yeah. Right. Um so how long would it like, and is, how is long, he truly the best player? Yeah, how the long? Scouting department yeah, yeah, how long are we willing to wait for him to get to the NHL? Do eventually? I believe he was more of a uh, pick for need than a? Yes, hundred percent. I That's, think that was definitely pick for need. Now, obviously, the scouting department, all of them will know if he was truly best player available. But again, you assess it if, it, like, for example, like Canucks last year drafted a winger. They, pro- I'm sure, they assessed that. Oh, we need a centerman. Oh, we need a defenseman, but it's not available. So we're taking like Harry Mackey because the best player available. Why would I think otherwise this year? Yeah, because so they proved it last year. The thing, the thing with Lacromaki was the best player available. Exactly. Like, a, so yeah. why, why, um, so the, I'm sure that management team did its up pros and cons, just saying like, if we do take for need, how much of a drop off is he from someone like Zach Benson? Yeah, right? I, I, yeah. Zach Benson's a local kid. Last time we had a local kid was Jake Vertanen. Yeah. <laughs> so think about that way too. But the but. thing is, like, I felt like the gap between Ulevi and Kachuk is not as is way bigger than the gap between yeah. Wolander and Benson. Yeah. But yeah, my my, my my rat pretty much is like, just support the player. I get it. 
Because guess what? Maybe in four years down the line, Will Lander becomes the best defenseman out of this draft class. Then people, like I think I forgot his name, the Stanchion on Twitter. He's saying like, well, obviously people are going to argue for the sake of it, whatever, who cares? But people are going to frantically delete those tweets in like 10 years. Those, These are the same people like, hypothetically, I know this is not happening. If the Canucks win the Stanley Cup somehow in the next one or two years, these are the same people that are shit talking the Canucks. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 shit, blah, 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 that. Guess what? The people, I'm not one of them. I'm just saying like, there are people that are like, uber, uberly optimistic that they're going to be like, how, what now? Like, what are you going to say now, right? This is a draft class, draft pick. Just develop him well. If you develop him well, you have the right shot demon of the future. You look at Kale McCarr, obviously I understand he's the best defenseman in the game, but even guys that fail like Adam Fox, for example, right? Roman Yossi, I don't know if he's right shot, but I'm just saying in general. So if you develop these guys well, look at Quinn Hughes. If he has a Quinn Hughes mentality, we have a number one pairing for the future, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fine with the pick. I even if it was Zach Benson, even if it was whoever, even if it was a bad pick for say. Now should we have could we have traded down? With someone who wanted Zach Benson, sure. I agree with that. But the Canucks did not feel like they were able to get Willander how far though they were going to go. Realistically, because Benson got drafted with the next pick. No. Or two picks. So it was Arizona. Arizona did Arizona things. Yeah, but still, like it, the the picks were like so close to each other. It'll be hard to like find a trade back. Exactly. So like... Because if you go like three spots down... He was supposed to go 11 anyways. Yeah, if you go Even three... Even they were saying that he was supposed to go 10. Yeah, if you go three spots down, right? A team in front of you, there would be Arizona who made their pick, Buffalo getting Benson, whatever it was, right? And there, there could have been a team taking Willander there. But yeah, so like I, I get that you levy shades because Benson can be something special, don't get me wrong, but if this guy turns out really good and not even, like, yeah, maybe he becomes Chris Tanev, I'll still take it. People are saying, oh, this should not have been like, this should not be Chris Tanev type pick, but it is what it is. He won't be a bust, but yeah, maybe someone like Benson or whoever... Uh, Samuel Hansik, whoever they get, like they, they might get better. It it all depends on how the player works. And this was like you said, a safe pick. I'm fine with the pick personally. I'm not like over here. Like if this was Simashev, then I'd be like, what the fuck? If Simashev were not to guess pick six and we picked him here, yeah, then I'd be know. like, okay, what the hell are you doing? Okay, yeah, then I, like that doesn't matter for anyone. Yeah. So, but that's my rant on that. But for the pick, I'm fine with it. Yeah, like um, develop him well. Maybe we see him in two years. Maybe we see him next year. Who knows how he doesn't be you. And we go from there. Yeah. Anything else? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, he may not have the the upside of Benson might be higher. Yeah. But the fit of this, like, you just got to weigh in fit with best player available, right? Exactly. And he may have been the second best player available, but the fit with him was much more better than yeah, Benson. Yeah, like, we ain't saying, like, we ain't saying, like, this was a top 10. Like, if it was, like, Fantilli somehow dropped, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, what the hell are you doing, right? Like, a top 10 talent. Benson was, like, falling, though, so... Yeah, it is what it is. We 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 move on. Um, the next obviously the next pick again another Russian <laughs> that Arizona took Dan Milstein clients, but don't know much about him. But it was the same reaction of the Simashev pick Daniel Daniel Boot or Butt Boot. It's Boot. It's yeah. Boot. I think. Yeah, him is like same thing as Simashev. They were first round talents, but they were like you could trade it back for them. Yeah. Like you didn't they didn't manage it well enough or project. Didn't project well enough, Arizona. Yeah. But yeah, let's move on. Arizona's Arizona. We don't even know if they're going to be in Arizona for all we know, right? And it's stuff, it's stuff like this. We're like, okay, what the hell are Arizona doing, right? <laughs> like, the only good pick they made was what? Clayton Keller? Dylan Gunther, I guess you could say? Yeah, maybe. J- uh, Chickering. Chickering, yeah. Nothing else, really. Like, way out early on, sure. I'm talking about later, later picks. Yeah. But let's move on. Two local kids in the next two out of three picks. Zach Benson goes to Buffalo, and I love it for him. You're at a situation with Tage Thompson, right? 
you have Rasmus Dahlin. You have all these young, those guys. Buffalo had a great year last year. Obviously, we're not saying Benton's on the lineup na- there, right? So he'll be probably coming in a year or two, in my opinion. He still fits the timeline. He fits the them. timeline for sure. Braden Yeager from Saskatchewan goes 40. And Matthew Wood um, from uh, from BC himself goes yeah. to the hometown of the draft, Nashville Predators. And Wood was someone who was linked to us slightly if we yeah. were to trade down just because of big size, um, leadership skills and all that. Uh, I think... So we had Connor Bedard, who's from North Van. Yeah. Uh, Zach Benson, I believe, is from Langley. But I'll yeah, I think it's Langley. That. I'm pretty sure it's Langley. Played in Winnipeg, though. Um, um, and then I think also Matthew Wood is from uh, Vancouver as well. Zach Benson is Langley. And who was the last name I said? Matthew Wood. Matthew Wood. Matthew Wood. Also, we should keep an eye out on any breaking news because the draft is still coming up. It's still going, right? No, not going. I mean, like tomorrow. Still continuing. The continuing, yeah. Matthew Wood is. Well. Okay, this is a different Matthew Wood, but. Uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. Okay, maybe not. He played on Connecticut, but I I thought he moved in, moved to BC or something like that, but. Um, Never mind. So not, not Matthew Wood, but yeah. So that was that pick. Samuel Honzik, Vancouver Giant, Slovakian himself, um, is going to the division division rival of Calgary Flames. Yeah. Speaking of Calgary, before we talk about Honzik, you see that video I sent you? Oh yeah, because Tri Living they making Tri Living <laughs> so, leave. So what happened was Tri Living was allowed to um, come back after the pick was made. Yeah. So obviously after the 16th pick, he was allowed to come back because Toronto was picking 28th, but. But yeah, no, that, that's just some stupid shit I've seen. But yeah, Samuel Hanzik, big dude. He's obviously got hurt during the um, juniors. Yeah. First team Slovakia. But he was like, he's that guy, like, if the Canucks wanted to trade down for him, it would have been a guy as well. Because um, from what I hear, like, obviously I listen to, like, giant stuff on the way back home because they obviously play Giants games. Yeah. Big guy, um, could skate well, good, capable to way ability. So pretty good pick there. Here was where Axel Sandin Palika went. To Detroit, fits them. Nicholas from Swede, Nicholas Cornwall, Swede. Yeah, Swede. and I think Moritz Sider is a right defense, like a right shot as well. Yeah, so, so they got they traded Heronik away. Makes sense for that. Uh, but Sandin is a right shot as well, so he's yeah. probably their second. Second, yeah. yeah. Uh, here I like this pick because Oliver, Oliver Moore was a. Well, he fell. Right? Like he's speedster, and he pairing it up, pairing him up with Bedard. Yeah. Uh, that's a good pick for yeah, like, Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, they got their two centers of the future. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, basically. And obviously, you can move him in the wing when you need to. Yeah, because um, he, has, he has great speed. The pick before that was also Kobe Barlow. Went, yeah, Kobe Barlow. But yeah, that's pretty much all we know. I don't know who else really... No trades happened to talk about in terms of the draft movement. And Gabriel Perot, I guess he, um, he fell here. No, there was another um, guy from Vancouver. Andrew Crystal, he didn't get drafted. He was supposed to be a first-round talent. Yeah, but I think that everyone... The, the draft is so deep, right? Like, even the second no, round. No, 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 but what I'm saying is people are going to be surprised. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, this is where but I, I think like every, probably, but everyone's like a first-round. No, no, round. but what I'm saying is like this was supposed to be like that Vancouver draft. Andrew Crystal was supposed to be Yeah, but I'm just saying like picks, yeah. the half the second-round people might yeah. just be first-round talents in a different draft. So definitely he'll go early second, it seems like. Yeah, he's yeah. not on this. Uh, yeah, um, nothing much else about the draft. You know, let's talk about... I mentioned Tree Living earlier. He confirmed that Sheldon Keefe will be coming back. 
I'm right. surprised. Huh? Sheldon Keefe is coming back as head coach. Uh, so they fired Dubis, but not um, Keefe. Yeah. Uh, this is last year for sure. If he doesn't show something, he's gone. Uh, I am a little bit surprised, but I feel like the new general manager may have helped him. Probably want, he probably wanted like one year with Keefe to see how he is. Okay, with him personally. Yeah, it's also probably a Shanahan thing too. Yeah. So there's that. Um, let's get to the trades. Yeah, there were a bunch. Okay, so let me just pull them up because a lot happened. Nothing affecting the first round, but it affects the later rounds. The later rounds. Uh, you want to start off with the big one, sign and trade. With Alex. Pierre Luc Dubois. Oh, Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's pull that up quickly. So he got traded for I'll follow. And I think Gabe Lardy. Okay, so the full trade. Kings acquired Dubois on an eight... Okay, so he signed an eight-year, $68 million extension with the Jets because that's where he could get the most um, yeah, players. Yeah. And then he got traded for Gabriel Velarde, Alexia Follow, Rasmus Kapari, and next year's second-round pick, 24-second-round pick, um, LA Kings, right? Yeah, um, Kings needed, like, obviously another center, for sure. But I think it's a little bit too much. Same. Okay, so here's my thing. First off... Um, just want to say that he didn't want us to be in Winnipeg, so it's kind of like the Huberto thing with Calgary last year. They did a good job on the return, and if Winnipeg does decide not to go um, mushy middle hunting again, like they might with these picks, they could obviously flip these as well. But I don't get the hype, big hype around PLD personally. He's not like a superstar like Kachak was. Yeah. Right. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I heard he performed the playoffs like at the Columbus back then. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. You obviously had decent playoff runs, don't get me wrong. But he also had his struggles as well. Yeah, like one, you don't know what he's going to be like randomly, oh, I want to go to Montreal out of nowhere. But I just don't get the hype, personally. Like, you gave up three quality starter players for him and a second-round pick. Yeah, especially you gave Lardy's one. That surprised me I thought most. it was a lot. Now, he obviously signed a cheaper contract than I thought because he was looking for like 9, 10 mil. He ended up getting an 8.5. But yeah. I just don't get the hype with PLT, personally. Yeah, I mean... He's like he's up and down for me, right? Like he yeah. does perform well, and when he performs well, he's like really good. Yeah, he has his highs. Uh, but he has his lows as well. Like he goes on like droughts a lot as well. Yeah. But just I think I think for the Kings, they just like they just really wanted a second line center, right? Like offensive threat. Well, someone who's the help. first line center? Hansi Kopitar. Right yeah. Well, he's gonna retire so probably two years. Who knows? So he'll be the future. Yeah. No, but like Dubois is like the Kings need a better five on five play, and Dubois will help him with that. Yeah, obviously they still have Sean. No, sorry, they traded Sean Jersey, but they're bringing in Brant Clark. Uh, is Quentin Byfield gonna be? Um, that's right, Quentin Byfield. Quentin Byfield. Brant yeah. Clark is their defenseman, right? Yeah, Quentin Byfield. Like in the pipeline, I think he was. Yeah, like, I think he was injured. Quentin Byfield. Yeah, no, Brant Clark. Clark I think was still there. Brant Clark is like their next, the projection right next to Dowdy, basically. Yeah. So for the Kings in the future. Yeah, uh, no, I, I it was a massive trade for sure. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of the huge return. That they needed to give up like three quality, you know, middle six guys. Yeah. Um, I just don't think PLD had shown enough personally. Now I get it. I mean, I've, I didn't watch much Columbus. I didn't watch much Winnipeg except when they played the Canucks. Yeah. But even like I, you would hear stuff, like Kachuk essentially, um, if they were, if he was going off off. Now maybe he want this is where he wants to be. Maybe he'll go off. I could be wrong, but at least for the original trade return, especially that he just wanted out no matter what. Uh, Winnipeg did a decent return. Yeah, Winnipeg got a decent return. And eight by eight and a half is a fair contract. I'll yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a decent contract. With the current sure. market, with the cap only going up one mil though, but yeah. still. 
Yeah, uh, so that was trade number one. We got a bunch more to get to. You want to go to New Jersey quickly? Yeah, let's go New Jersey. Right, let's talk New Jersey in general. First of all, Calgary traded Tyler Toffoli to get Jaeger. What is his last name? Uh, Toffoli to Devils for Sharon Govich. Jaeger, Sharon Govich, and a 2023 yeah. round pick. And then Calgary extended Sharon Govich yeah. with like a two-year contract. Yes, so... This was Toffoli's last year. I think he's like the only guy that wanted it out because Sutter got fired. Because <laughs> he's a Sutter guy from the Kings, right? Yeah, Kings, yeah. Um, Tyler Toffoli, for a guy how good he is, gets ever since the Kings got moved a lot. Got moved now, a lot, right? Now, obviously, a little bit was also in the, in the Canucks because I'm still pissed. We didn't extend him back then. Yeah. He really wanted to win, right? And he wasted all that money on other people, but that's a story for a different day. Obviously, I mean, Montreal flipped him with the cup final run there. And it's good for the Devils as well. And because Calgary now flipped him. And yeah, you're right. He wants to extend with the Devils, like you said. And before, I'm going to bring up other moves before I talk about the Devils as a whole. Yeah. Um, Calgary, obviously, we don't know what's happening there. It could be rebuild mode. It could be something. I don't know what they're going to do. Just, they're just, they have massive contracts. They're flipping these guys to where people like. They don't want a good role situation as well. Craig Conner yeah. said that. Yeah, they're, they're also trying to flip these guys. I don't think they're trying to get like picks. They're trying to get players under contract. Yeah. Because I don't think they're... They're younger. Want, I don't think they want a real... He did say he wants to get younger and get uh, players that want to play for Calgary. So. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think they want to rebuild, but it's kind of tough to find these younger players as yeah. well. He's also uh, a Devils player to me. <laughs> the way the Devils play, I feel like he compliments that well. Yeah, because... And uh, like you said, his experience... His experience is there. there. Andre Palat's there. De- Devils are young. Yeah. Uh, they're saying that he could probably play with Jack Hughes because uh, Jack Hughes is a little bit smaller and Toffoli is a little bit bigger, so yeah. he'll bring the physicality and he'll score goals for them. Yeah. Um, that, that was move number one. Move number two was smaller. It was just Blackwood got traded to the Sharks for a six-round pick. Yeah. So, so their question mark is goalie, but we'll get into that in a second. And then this other last big move they made was they extended Timo Meyer um, to an eight-year deal worth only 8.8 yeah i thought he was going to get like at least nine right how old is he team myers i think he's in his he would have been in arbitration so he's definitely younger 27 maybe i don't know 26 26 huh 26 yeah you know team myers absolutely a killer player yeah so um extending dumb extending team Meyer was obviously going to be a priority only issue is that like you said before question mark becomes goalie yeah so this is our current squad i'm going to pull it up quickly they're running uh, it back. Eight years of Meyer, eight years of Bratt, seven years of Jack Hughes, five years of Dougie Hamilton, five years of Seigenthaler, four years of Heischer, and years to come for Merce, Dawson Mercer, Luke Hughes, and Nemich. All of them are under $9 million. I think Dougie Hamilton being $9 million. Yeah. Plus, you could throw in Toffoli and Palat uh, for veteran presence. Plus, Toffoli could extend. Plus, signed last year, so Palat should be... Yeah, like, he's there for a while, too. Yeah, he should be locked up. Yeah, but this is their core, and they're all under nine mil. That's so they insane. could definitely pair. Um, and obviously, you're adding Toffoli. Yeah, Palat added last year, good experience. Toffoli yeah. experience. Uh, the reason why, obviously, goalie is a question mark. Yeah. Right? It's going to be Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmidt. Are they gonna? They're going to be a tandem. Are they going to go big game hunting for Connor Hellebuck? Who's they, they can't now with the Meyer contract. Who knows? This I mean, tough. people can make Hellebuck. shit work. People can make shit. Work. I know, but I think is Hellebuck. I'm just saying that Hellebuck's going to want money. But Hellebuck's only on a six million dollar contract for next year. So yeah. now the question is, how much will he wants to extend? You're right about that. I'm talking about next year right now, short term. But he has one year left on his contract. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to trade like a decent package to get Hellebuck. Can, can he? They get him for cheap and then figure out a way to extend him by trading other pieces if they have to. But uh, Hellebuck, obviously older in age, but he, let's see how he is. Because there's different types of goalies, right? They're goalies that are overall just good no matter the situation, like Vasilevsky. 
right? There's goalies that are need action, right? Yeah. And like, there's goalies that need a good defense. By yeah. action, I mean like if they're not getting any action, randomly one game they might be rusty, right? Yeah, like the toughest saves are the ones where like the team had a big, the opposing team has a big shot period. Yeah. Like shot gap, right? Like and the last shot was like ten. Other guy, I don't think he'll be tr- getting traded. Is the like thing is this, they're not, I don't, they're not, they're not, they're not getting Hellebuck. They, I don't think they'll be able to pull it off. Anyways, I don't think they're getting any goalie. They're gonna run it back with the uh, Vanacek and Schmidt. That's what you think. I mean, they have no other choice really. Reason being, like, is if you think about it, that playoff run, it was, it ex- was good experience for both of them. Vanacek yeah. never played in the playoffs. I don't think so. He did. Yeah. And then Akira Schmidt, obviously, he was. The rookie. Yeah. I just won't be surprised because obviously Corpus Allo is also on the market um, depending on what he does with uh, LA. But obviously their, that contract got just got signed with PLD. So uh, yeah, the goalies, and also, if like, they get a goalie, they should win a cup in the next couple years. Yeah, but they're also good defensively. Yeah. And obviously if they do what Vegas did, what, what Aiden Hill did. Yeah. Akira Schmidt obviously struggled against the Hurricanes but it was absolutely killer against the Rangers. Right? Yeah. So... They, it was both of their Vanacek and Schmidt's first time in the playoffs. So, obviously, you're going to give them a little bit of a pass, right? Like, yeah. as, as the Devils as a whole, because the Devils were a young team as well. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that team is going to be good for the future. That's, oh, yeah, 100%. Sure. But let's move on to today's trade. Um, Golden Knights deal Riley Smith to Pittsburgh for a third rounder. Obviously, clearly a cap dump type move. Maybe he might be up for a contract. Riley Smith is 32 years old, so he has two years remaining on his contract. So maybe, yeah, just a cap dump more so. has two years remaining on his contract, which carries $5 million cap hit. So that's yeah. pretty Unless, low. He is 32. He is 32. Maybe yeah. they're trying to look for a replacement. Because Vegas is obviously making moves to get... 56 they're always looking to get better. Games. Yeah, always, that's what they always do. They Vegas... Original misfit. We won them a cup. They're like, all right, move on. Right? Back to our loyalty episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. like Vegas, even Colorado, the the way Colorado won the cup, they're always making moves to, like, you know, get better. Yeah, then this helps Pittsburgh because the, Jason Zucker is a pending free agent, Jay Gensel, Brian Rust, Ricardo Raquel, and Mikel Granlund are Pittsburgh's other top six wing options Yeah, right now. So there's that trade. Uh, moving on. I think. You want to go? You want to end off with Taylor Hall or do you want to start with there right now? You want the other one pulled up right now? I have any. I have the whole links right here. All right. So let's go with Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. So cap dumped clearly by the Bruins because they're in cap trouble. Yeah, obviously. Then like uh, Taylor Hall joins another team with the first overall pick. And depending, uh, or Orlov and like. Now they have the money. To Bertuzzi are like yeah. free agents as well. So the, the, I don't know if they want to bring them back yeah. or not. But Chicago Blackhawks have acquired forwards Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno from the Boston Bruins for defenseman Ian Mitchell and Alec Rabula. I also like it for Blackhawks a little bit. Yes. Diddy the veteran presence. Veteran present, also just and they extended Nick Bedard, Foligno right? as well. Like you can't really throw Bedard in the fire with no one, exactly. right? Exactly. They extended Nick Foligno as well. Yeah, so like Taylor Hall obviously is gonna help out Connor Bedard. Yeah, and obviously you expect them to play together. I would expect them to play together. I don't know if like Chicago fans yeah, or so disagree Hall, or not, but yeah, Hall has two seasons remaining at a six million dollar cap hit. Thirty-one year old had sixty-one points in his first season of the four-year contract. Uh, Chicago was not on his no, 16 team no trade list so that's why the trade went down Felino, um a 35 year old so that's just clearly they need it Chicago obviously needed after also adding in well no no Will Smith Oliver Moore um, so that helps um, yeah that but Oliver well. Moore is not gonna I don't think he'll play Boston obviously uh, no I'm just saying in general like for the yeah, future yeah. Um, 
just training camp stuff and everything. But yeah, big big type of majority you get you give him a capable goal scorer. You know Taylor Hall still pretty decent. So there's that move. Um, Flyers trade Kevin Hayes to the Blues for a sixth round pick. So this was originally supposed to have included. Remember Trevor uh, uh, Sanheim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Krug. The reason why this didn't happen is Tory Krug did not want to waive his no move clause or trade yeah. This clause. was this was supposed to be like a bigger trade. It was supposed to be a bigger trade. It now it became a nothing trade because Kevin Hayes fifty percent retained. Of yeah, the seven point one four yeah, decent cap hit, right? And obviously, we know that Blues are not tanking, so this was just an off year for them. And yeah, banking on Kevin is a good player, and they're banking on coming him. I think he's uh, is he Bo? I think he's Bo Horvat's cousin, right? I'm pretty sure. Like I know Bo Horvat had a cousin in Philly. No double check. But yeah, I, I remember hearing that. I know you. I know what you're talking about. I don't think it was him, but I could be wrong. Kevin Hames was like. One of Philly's Travis Connecting. Oh, it's Travis Connecting? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then never mind. Uh but yeah, so good trade for um the Blues, who still have Tory Krug on their roster, but uh then Flyers obviously get some little bit of cap relief. Cap. Not too much, but well they don't still care. About like, they what? don't care because they're tanking now. They're yeah, officially they got like three and a half mil as well. Right, you got Matt Vimitchkov coming in in a couple of years. Uh I think I have one more trade here. Do you think the Flyers will be the worst team in NHL? Uh, Arizona again, but Arizona was better. Like they weren't. Yeah, but now they have no clue what's happening with them. Yeah, too. Like all the outside drama may affect them a lot. It should be Philly right? and it should be Arizona from both sides. On top of my head. For like Eastern Western. Yeah. Yeah. Let me quickly check the standings. I mean, for I would say each division maybe it's probably Arizona, then it's probably. Would you say Chicago again? I think, I think Bedard will be good enough to carry a little bit. But yeah, from the East, definitely Philly. I don't see any of these teams. Going like, Buffalo's better. Ottawa's better. Yeah, Detroit's, Detroit's better. better. From the West, it's either San Jose. Yeah, San Jose as well. I think it'll be San Jose. Yeah. Overall. But uh, last couple of trades here. Uh, or oh, at least with twice here. Okay. Um, so, Avalanche made... Uh, two moves. First move, yeah, they traded New Hooks Alex New Hooks right to the Canadians for a pair of picks, which was thirty one and thirty seven, right? So thirty one was today. Thirty one today, yeah. And then thirty seven will be on a, a second day. Good return for a pending guy, most likely. Uh, as well as they got a, a AHL defenseman Gianni Fairbrother. Don't know who that is. Don't no know disrespect. either. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Um, New Hook is a pending RFA, 22-year-old, produced 14 goals, 16 assists, obviously lower opportunity. He would have think, thought he would have taken a bigger jump with, um, what's his name, gone, Nazim Kadri. Kadri gone, yeah. But now they obviously is he center? Added. Is he center? I think he's a winger, no? I think he's center winger, but I probably plays winger more. Yeah, I think But Ryan Johansson winger. is now there. He'll be their second line center. Yeah. So, at least for now. And then um, their second move, did they trade a 37th so they traded that. So the second move was they traded the 37th pick for Ross Colton from the Lightning. Yeah. So, Ross Colton to the Colorado Avalanche. I think the Canucks had some interest, but obviously we didn't have a second-round pick. Colton is pending RFA as well with Arborites. So, technically, they just swapped. What's Colton's position? He is I forward. So, a winger? It just says forward here. It just says forward. Uh, I think he's... I'm pretty sure he's a winger. You want to check? I mean, no, I think he's a... I think he's both. I think he's both. I'll check quickly, but I'm pretty sure he's like... I think he was a center move to winger for Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay has a lot of centers, right? Yeah. Like Stamkos play center, Point could play center. Wing, yeah. 
yeah, so like I feel like Tampa were just moving him just cause for a cap dump. Yeah, exactly. It says li- he's listed as left wing, but I'm pretty sure he could play center. Yeah. So we'll just assume he's a winger based on that. Um, let's move on. I think that's the last trade. I'm just trying to see if there's any breaking news trades popping up right now. Uh, here we go. Okay, so Riley Smith done. Taylor Hall done. New hook down. Yep, okay. Next up, let's get into the free agency for a little bit. Yeah. What do you want to get to the NHL schedule quickly? I mean, what well, schedule release, right? Yeah, NHL schedule release. I mean, I can't really... I'm count. happy that Canucks don't really have, like, a six-game road trip at the beginning they before have, they have their home opener. They have one home opener, and then they have a five-game road trip. I think I think the first game's at home, right? Yeah. Against then Edmonton. They're like, yeah, then they you know what? You guys were struggling on the road too much. We'll give you one home game, but then you're going on a road trip. Then there's, like, five-game road trip, yeah. and then it's, like, three and three after. Yeah. It bounces out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so it's, like, five... Or six away, five home, I think. Something like that in the first month. The biggest takeaway as a Canucks fan was the nine-game homestand in March. So yeah, that like the, they better hope the they're in a playoff spot by then. Yeah, the road trip wasn't even that bad. Like it was like five hundred. It was almost five hundred, right? Last year, no, actually, no, no. Last they, year was bad. No, last we year was winless. Bad. Yeah, oh, we were five and two. Yeah, yeah. It was we a were. year before where we. It was a year before we were decent. Yeah, last right. year was oh five and two, and then Buffalo we shot it, and then the jersey fell on the ice. Yeah, it was. That's what it yeah, was. last year was just absolute garbage. Yeah, um, obviously that's the key for the Canucks, but we don't need to get into the schedule talk. Schedules out, you guys could look it up for your favorite teams. Uh, let's get into free agency because that starts on Saturday, right? So the next part, obviously, we're doing is on Sunday, coming out Monday. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll pull up the free agency class. Obviously, not a big class, and so let me pull up the trade potential trade candidates. Obviously, PLD is gone. Um. Connor Hellebuck, I believe. PLD this is based on the daily face-off. PLD still had a year left, no? RFA. Huh? He was RFA. Oh, he was RFA? Yeah. I thought he had a year left. No. Oh, shit. I think he Because he extended to 8. He signed an 8 by 8.5, right? But that doesn't mean like he could still be... The Jets extended him. Uh, I, I believe he was RFA. Cause I think he RFA because he signed a one-year deal last year. I think he was, what happened was he had an RFA year and then he had UFA after that. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll be asking. So here's P- the trade target board. Pierre-Luc Dubois already traded. Connor Hellebuck. Kevin Hayes already traded. Mark Shifley. Yeah. Evgeny Kuznetsov. You can see a lot of Winnipeg players. Eric Carlson. And then Calgary players. Connor well. Garland. John Gibson. Carter Hart. Tony D'Angelo. That trade hasn't gone through yet, right? No. But uh, one of the St. Louis defensemen and Pareko Falk, Letty, Scandella. Yeah. Ross Colton already got traded. Taylor Hall got traded. Uh, Dan Vladar, Adam Henrique, Matt Grizz- Grizzlick from Boston. Yeah. Andrew Peak, Anthony Manta. So these are the top 20. Kaylor Yamamoto, Blake Wheeler, Tyler Myers. Yeah, we'll stop right there. Capo Kakadin and any of the Blues do, first round picks. This the, was on U10. Do the Canucks trade Tyler Myers? I don't think we will. But you have one year left. Well, right? we have to we have to figure it out till September. If we okay, so think about it. We don't have Ethan Bear. Even if we sign him, it's not he's out. We just bought out OEL. What other defensemen could we realistically get? I mean, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Canucks are gonna play to win, right? Yeah. So I don't think we'll trade him. Yeah. Oh, I think of some news or something. No, no. I was just looking at the recording. Okay. Free um, agency: Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, OEL, Ryan O'Reilly, Vladimir Tarasenko, James Vine, Redeems Dyke, 
John Klingberg, Max Pacioretty, Milan Lucic is going to Boston. Has she? Yeah. Uh, Rick Dollywell reported that this morning that he it's looking like he'll be going to Boston. Oh, wow. Um, Matthew Dumba. Eric Johnson, Jonathan Quick, Jason Zucker, Jonathan Drew. Yeah, There's some decent bad. names. It's not like it's not the greatest, obviously. Patrice Bergeron. There are some decent players. Freddie Anderson. Patrice Bergeron is his retirement or back yeah, in Boston. All the names I'm seeing here are not that great. It's okay. There are a lot of older players. Miles well. Wood is someone the Canucks are linked to from Jersey. Big guy. What is he? Forward. Forward? Yeah, winger. Um, Alex Nadelkovic. Yeah. But yeah, it's so nothing crazy. No rumors other than I, what I saw. They're was. good players, but they're also like past their prime. Yeah. So the problem is, do you want to pay these guys? Because yeah, they're also Whoever older, that, right? Like you don't want older guys. You want to pay them a lot. Um, here, let me read you twenty twenty four quickly if I could see it. So as of right now, so this is we know who's on the trade market that way. Twenty twenty four. Agents. Instantly pops up my head is Austin Matthews. Yeah. Pat. No wait. No. Uh, twenty twenty four. Obviously, Austin Matthews, Anze Kopitar, Steven Stamkos, Sebastian Ajo, Jacob Voracek, Blake Wheeler, William Nylander, Brent Seabrook, Sam Reinhart, Matt Murray. Brent Seabrook's still on the team. Well, okay. Well, I think his contract comes up now. Michael okay. Ferland was the last one. I'm just r- ripping it up, the name. Yeah, right. yeah. Sam Reinhart, Connor Hellebuck, Mark Shifley, Jake Gensel, Tyler Myers, Anthony Manta, Adam Henrique. So that's why you see these Alec Martinez, who's old. Tony D'Angelo. So that is definitely much better. Than Tyler this Johnson, TJ Brody, Noah Hannafin, Elias Lindholm. That's why There's a reason why Calgary. Yeah, they're, they're going to get Tyson traded. Tyson Berry, Chris Tanev, right? So it's like a lot of Tyler Toffoli, Anthony Bovillier. It's way better. It's just simple as that. So all these guys are probably on trade market if they're on a bad team. Anthony Duclair is on the market as well. Yeah. Because they're trying to get Noah Hannafin. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, for Canucks, it's probably going to be Myers or Bolivier. So yeah, you can see all these guys. On at the, the deadline. Yeah, you can see all these guys. Um, Trade deadline could be nasty again this yeah, year. Yeah, if none if none of these guys extend, I think yeah. Sean Monahan extended. Uh, Sean Han, Sean Monahan is not the same player. Yeah, he also has a lot of injuries. So yeah, these are the uh, last year's free agency. So, yeah, this year's free agency. We're not gonna go too much because I I don't know. There's not that many rumors out right now. We'll more so cover um, it on Sunday. Yeah, I, I mean, looking Whatever at Canucks, looking at Canucks perspective, I think they're just gonna try to fill out the third pairing D men. And, and then maybe know, get a Philip Ronick partner. Get a Philip Ronick partner. And a centerman. And Whether a centerman. it be through trade or free agency, because obviously we have the seven million in cap space. But for other teams, um <coughs> there's like obviously like I said, those teams that were trading and then the signings can't Ryan O'Reilly is the intriguing part. Obviously score had us taking him. Yeah, but, but he would be a key good piece veteran, Stanley Cup champion, still could play. Right? So Yeah, he's good two way offensively drop a little bit. Speed wise, is not speed is dropping too, but he's still he'll still give us he'll give us what we need, which is like yeah. a penalty killer, and like someone could win faceoffs. Yeah, exactly. All right, last thing, the NHL awards, um, that happened on Monday. To no surprise, uh, let me just pull up the total awards. We'll we'll talk about the first big thing. Connor McDavid was not the unanimous Hart Trophy winner. Which was surprising, for sure. But the surprising part wasn't the fact that, sure, he got a second-place vote. Fine. I get it. Pasture and I had a great year, if you want to be that biased. Yeah. Right? They put him fifth. There's one guy that put him at fifth. They put him... The only vote that he did not get in first place put him fifth. Yeah, that's weird. That's also the same guy that put Pasternak first. How oh. make that make sense to me? I don't know. Um, NHL Awards 2023. Uh, I mean, there's no real surprises. That's what McDavid winning MVP, obvious. 
all the McDavid winning players MVP, obvious, uh, which was a Ted Lindsay award. Allmark, Montgomery, Allmark was Wesna. Uh, uh, Montgomery winning coach of the Patrice year. Bergeron Jack should Adams. Be, Selkie should be named Patrice Bergeron award. Yeah, Patrice Bergeron won that again. Yeah. Uh, who else was in that one? Barkov was in it too, right? Nominees wise. Uh, yeah, and then. No, it was Heisher and Marner. It was Heisher and Marner? Yeah. I thought Barkov. Uh, PD got some votes, obviously, a little bit. Deserved. And then uh, Rookie of the Year Calder Trophy was Matty Beniers. Yeah. Should have been. Uh, I don't know if Kuzmenko. He was not. Uh, he was, if he was eligible, I don't know if he would have won. Yeah. Because Beniers did help his team make the playoffs so, as well. So, Bill Masterton, Memorial Trophy winner, Chris Letang. I think that's also because of the his health. Yeah. yeah. Um, Calder, Matty Beniers. EJ McGuire, Award of Excellence. Connor Bedard already got an award. What the hell? Uh, Frank J. Salky should be named Patrice Bergeron Trophy. Yeah. Yes, Patrice Bergeron. Hart, Connor McDavid, Jack Adams, Jim Montgomery, James Norris, Eric Carlson. We're going to come back to that because I have an issue with that. King Clancy, Mikhail Backlund, Lady Bing, Anze Kopitar, Mark Messier, NHL Leadership, Steven Stamkos, Ted Lindsay, which is the Players MVP, Connor McDavid, Vesna, Linus Allmark, and... Uh, Jason McCrim in Detroit. You talk, that's a you talking one. Yeah. Um, Norris. That was probably the only debatable one, for sure. First of all, Morrissey wasn't even a finalist. I thought he probably could have won it. Are you, is it, um, sorry. Does it bite you the wrong way that a guy whose team was fourth to pick in the draft won it? I, you know me, I love Eric Carlson. Yeah. Right? He got 100-something points. He was the best player on that team. Clearly, but yeah. what about the times when Oilers didn't make it and McDavid didn't win? That's what I come back to now, because Roman Yossi had ninety-five points last year, and then I understand it's not the big one, double O, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm like, okay, what the hell? Like, how does that guy win it? Because for me, if it's an offensive defenseman award, sure. Oh yeah, defense is both sides. You got to look at it. Norris is defense, right? You got to look at both sides. And Carlson wasn't great defensively. Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. I agree with the fact that his team wasn't great. He did whatever he could, 5-on-5, five five, everything. But then you could say the same thing with Quinn Hughes. You could say the same thing with Connor McDavid back in the day when he didn't win the heart, when the Oilers missed the playoffs. So what's the difference here? Just because he hit 100 points? Is this like the Russell Westbrook triple-double? I legit think it's that, right? There's no other reason. The difference with that is at least Russell Westbrook made the playoffs and carried that team. This yeah, team Nashville missed it by like... No, obviously this is a different sport, so it's a different... Nashville missed it by one game and Romeo Yossi lost. I think... Did he, did he come Nashville made it last year. No, the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah, no. But I'm just saying last year Romeo Yossi was injured. Yeah, no, I'm just saying the Nashville, like... Uh, last two years, Romeo Yossi, I think, finished like runner-up. Yeah. Like, right? I, I, don't Obviously, get me wrong. McCarr deserves it last year. Yeah, last year, McCarr deserved it. But I'm saying, what's the difference with your Roman Yossi then? If yeah, he got 95 he, points. That's the most for a defenseman in a while. And his team wasn't better. And it was a better spot. It was, his he was one was of the reasons. Well, he should have been a Hart Trophy finalist, even. Yeah, and then obviously, uh, he was probably better defensively yeah, as well. No, for me, it just bites me the wrong way that, like, how does a guy that finished fourth worst in the NHL because I don't think they moved up or down in the draft, right? Yeah. They, they were where they were. Wins an award for defense when their team is like absolutely horrible. Like, don't get me wrong. He was the best player on the team. He did everything for that team to carry, but it did not result in wins. And is it his fault? No, clearly, because he got 101 points. Yeah. And it was unheard of from a defenseman for a long time. I guess that's why, because but, it's so been that, a while. That's where I have an issue with that. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, I don't know. Right, because you gotta give his credit, right? Like he definitely had an award-worthy season. Yeah, if it's the best offensive. So this is my question to you: Should they bring a defensive defenseman award in? 
And then or just someone like Cristiano who could win. Yeah, so then it just I don't know. I, I don't know if it ruins the point then. But the problem is they're then not, who they're is not the best the defense then. Who is the best defenseman then? I would have given it to Josh Morrissey. But no, no, no but I'm saying like if you bring in a defensive defenseman award, an offensive defenseman award, right? Who is the best? You obviously have to look at the analytics, and I haven't paid yeah. attention too much. But I mean, but clearly this was an offensive defenseman award this year. It was clearly offensive defenseman, right? Are you surprised that Josh Morrissey wasn't even a finalist? Kaelin McCart should not even been a finalist. Yeah, he year. was. He was injured. Yeah. So and then Adam Fox. Who was a finalist? Adam Fox and Kaelin McCart. Huh? Adam Fox and Kaelin McCart. There were the nominees. Yeah. That wasn't Roman Yossi either. No. So you didn't. These he were the top three. So it was Yossi McCart and. No. Car- what? McCarr. Yeah. Um, Fox. Yeah. And Carlson. So those are the three nominees. Those are the three So Yossi wasn't even in there? Not for the final. I mean, he got votes, obviously. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, the final three, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I don't know. I, that For me, that that's just a little weird. Comment down below what you guys think. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've been listening to a lot of analysts this week that are, showed up on radio. And what their thoughts were, they all agreed that he deserved it. I'm not saying he didn't deserve... Okay, well, I guess I'm kind of saying he didn't deserve it, but... I'm just saying, like, okay, I, what's the definition? Because yeah, then for me, it was like, okay, so if you're it, evaluing in a way yeah, yeah. losing. But if it's between those three, right? I would have given it to Adam Fox. Adam Fox definitely. Had, I wasn't giving him a card. So it was definitely between Carlson and Fox. Yeah. Right. And then obviously. For like, me, how about yeah. he, again? Hughes did not get 100 points, but he had a miraculously crazy season. Yeah. For the Canucks, like he was like outside of PD, he was like the only bright spot of the team. Yeah, so. yeah, but yeah, like it's tough because it definitely is not McCarr, and it was a uh, it was gonna be between Carlson and Morrissey for me, Fox because. But Morrissey I'm just saying Morrissey in general. Yeah, but no, the fact that he got 100 points, I think they were just gonna give it to him. Yeah, right. Like, like, I, I don't agree with it because then it's just a stats award. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You made it sound like you know how Art Ross, McDavid, and like Rocket Richard. I don't McDavid. hate it as much as you do. Yeah. But I still get your point. Yeah. Like I don't know. That's that's what I had to say for that. I'm not 100 percent too sure about that. But all right, let's move on. Um, comment your thoughts below about the awards if you agree or disagree. But let's move on to the NBA. We had a big trade and an extension already. Thankfully, we don't have to spend too much time on this. Yeah, I mean, the, it was John Collins to Utah. Yeah, I'm gonna pull right. up the trade. It wasn't like it wasn't for it. Like it wasn't. It John was, Collins was on the trade market ever since he was drafted, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> and and even it, before it, he, he didn't even get traded from much either. No, that's that's why I'm confused. Yeah, um, a little bit surprised, but let me pull it up. So the trade was Hawks are finalizing a trade. Send John Collins to the Jazz for Rudy Gay and a future second round pick. Atlanta's largely unloading off his three years, seventy eight million. For some roster so, building flexibility and alignment with looming changes to the salary cap, so it's obviously salary cap moves again. Yeah, it's obviously. I've tried to pay attention, understand that, can't understand it. But uh, he did have a big contract for production. Uh, he had a great year in that playoff run, did he? Yeah, yeah. Like he was. That's why he got the contract. Yeah, but then, for me, it's like okay, he was always on these trade rumors, but that's all you could get, right? Let's talk Atlanta here. But quickly. it kind of, it kind of hinders the fact because he really struggled this year yeah so his value uh, how much of that was also motivation so yeah no but his value definitely is down yeah, right like it's not like to the point it was old rudy gay and second future second i'm not saying he uh, should have been a first but maybe like a decent but also okay his value is down because of play performance yeah. wasn't good plus with that contract it was gonna be tough to get something would you have traded Lori marketing for him straight up no i know he had all-star year i wasn't trading capable year again i'm just i'm, I'm projecting that's why no, I was, if I'm Utah, I'm going to put Mark. Okay, in so trade. here's my question. Okay, Atlanta. Let's finish off Atlanta first. Um, 
obviously they they need a, they have a need at the four spot. Now I don't know if they're gonna start on Yaka Kongu with Capella or is uh, DeAndre Hunter going to the four who were, they were shopping? You have the backcourt of uh, Dejounte still with Trey Young. They just need someone who can shoot the three ball there realistically. So they were very heavily linked to Pascal Siakam. I don't think yeah. a trade happens, personally. No, I don't but think it happens, man. Never say never, but... No, nah, that's a Raptors. That was I'm a saying never, bro. Raptors I'm never just saying that was a spot where it was going because they're always trying to move... Because they have AJ Griffin, right? Um, They want to... Like, they're trying to move Clint Capella because they want Nyaka to be the future of the center spot. Yeah. And who knows what's happening with Trey Young and his situation, but... They need a spot at the four as of right now. Yeah, I don't know. For Atlanta, it sucks because a few years ago, Atlanta had all the pieces where they had to make... Where they were like one big trade away to add in like a big player, right? Yeah. But obviously, they screwed it up a little bit now because now they're in this situation where like you ain't the best team in the conference, but you're also. They also still have Bogdan Bogdanovich, Sadiq Bay. Yeah, so like they're they don't have a capable starting forward. Like Sadiq Bay is good, but I thought John Collins was in general a better player. But not, I'm not saying he was a better player this year. Yeah. Sadiq Bay was an ad from the trade deadline. Yeah. So. I'm not too sure. I think Atlanta, Atlanta definitely mismanaged their assets that they had a few years ago. Well, because they had a lot of assets. Fernando. A lot of young guys as well. So I don't know if this means AJ Griffin at 6'6 is your power forward because that makes no sense. John Collins is 6'9. Right? So that's where I'm a little confused with this. What's going to happen? Are you going to move well, in? It's, a, it's, a, it's a salary dump, man. Like, it's nothing. There's nothing. No, that's what I'm saying. How are you going to spend it now? There's no confuse. There's nothing to be confused about. Obviously, we'll get into the free agency and see who's available. Yeah, and then for Utah, I mean, John Collins is different. Yeah, but uh, Walker Kessler, Laurie Markkinen, John Collins. They have another young, pe- the young guy they drafted this year, Trace. Not Trace. Um, let me just look. At Realistically, I don't think he's playing this year. Like he's, he's not Mar- starting. It's NBA. He's not starting. He's not he ain't starting. But I'm just saying, eventually down the line. Yeah, but Markkinen is going to three. They drafted... It's not like Utah's going to win anything. Atlanta's trying to win. Like no, but what my point is, how is it going to fit there? They're trying to move Colin Sexton, so what, are you going to run like a five-man big lineup like the Raptors do? Yeah, like, no, they're not... But Utah did just having it because, like... Taylor Hendricks is who they have. That yeah, like, I don't think it's... It's not a big deal for Utah, in my opinion, because Utah ain't winning. Yeah, I get your point in that way. I'm just yeah. saying, like, how... It's like, it's like how, how are you going to get the best out of these guys, though, to trade eventually in the future, is my point. Yeah. Because if Utah, like, your point is you still want to put them in a situation where, like, okay, maybe, I don't know, all of a sudden Victor Wembanyama went nuts, San Antonio wants to trade for Laurie Markin or John Collins. How are you going to put him in that spot to get the maximum I value think, you could get in return? I don't know. They That's could, where my point they is, They can right? manage something. Laurie Markin obviously has a decent contract, too. John Collins, if They're trying to shop Collins Sexton, but that's your goal. Yeah. But if John, John Collins is, like, if he's on his game, he could hit the three ball and could be a, a really good power forward. Yeah. And then Laurie Markin. Who's your starting power forward right now? John Collins. Laurie Markin is going to go out to three. So you're saying that they should just go big there? Because Walker yeah. Kessler should not be coming off the bench. No, Walker Kessler is starting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where my, my question They're going to go is. big, like small forward, power <laughs> People forward. People are saying Laurie Markin should start at the two because he's a shooter. But. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little confused. I don't I don't hate it for Utah. As I'm much. just saying, like, I'm just confused with the return. Of, I'm uh, not, after, uh, after finally the trade happened, and it's like, oh, yeah. this is all they got for it. And. Uh, yeah, like I said, Atlanta just mismanaged it. For me, it's just it. a fit. I know it's a, it's a cap dump, but for me, it's just a fit of how Utah will get the best value out of everybody. I don't know. I think I think it could work. Who's the point guard? Jordan Clarkson's there? Yeah, there Clarkson. Realistically, if you keep everyone, right, it'll be Clarkson. It'll be Sexton, Clarkson. <laughs> Clarkson. Clarkson. Oh, yeah. It'll be Sexton, Clarkson, 
Markkanen, Collins, and Walker Kessler. Yeah. It's not the worst. Yeah, I guess Especially what, four, four of those guys can shoot the three ball yeah. if they're on their game. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm I, I'm just a little confused. That's all it is. Um, you get my point though, right? Yeah. How are you gonna make the fit to get the best value? Because I'm sure Utah's gonna probably gonna cap dump some of these guys. Yeah. Like, Kelly Olynyk still there, but obviously he's on starting. I'm just saying like Kelly Olynyk yeah. still there. I'm just saying I don't hate the fit as much as you do. Like I'm not confused about it. I think it's clear what they're gonna do. Okay. Well, uh, that's what they should do, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, a signed free agency is going to be a thing now, starting on Thursday night. Yeah. and Or Friday night, sorry. And uh, the opt-out deadline is Thursday for team and player options. Some guys that brought back, Lakers brought back Jared Vanderbilt, they're going to make a decision on Malik Beasley. Yeah. Obviously, the RFAs with Reeves and Hachimura on that side. Um, obviously, we saw Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Kuzma, Dream Yeah, a lot, of opted, out, a lot opted of opted out. Some people opted out, some uh, people opted in. What's his name today? Found out on Twitter that the team is not bringing him back. Who? Uh, so Woj tweeted Tori and Prince is not coming back and uh, Tori and Prince tweeted alright thanks for letting me know Woj okay <laughs> but uh, one signing happened today Vucevic Vucevic has extended three years 60 million so a little cheaper than I thought 20 million a year with today's market in the NBA yeah, yeah. Um, so clearly they're not rebuilding they're clearly back. yeah um, this also could be a eventual move down the line piece if they do decide to blow it up but Three years, 20 mil. I think DeRozan has one more year left on his contract as well. Yeah. Um, Levine has like one or two years left as well. So, yeah, th- nothing much to say that he's running it back, I guess, at this point. Yeah, nothing to say. Um, let's go over some free agency then. I'll pull up the NBA free agent. This one has at least bigger names then. Uh, the no, NHL. I would say they're both equal. Kyrie Irving is the biggest. <laughs> Him alone is like the whole NHL draft. Uh, or NHL free agency class. James Harden still capable. That's it, really. is a big fall from Russell there. Westbrook, Chris Middleton, James Harden. Off the bat, I'm like, okay, this is more intriguing. Uh, we'll, not, we'll see. All right. Russell Westbrook, most likely going back to the Clippers. I'll pull up the rumors in a second because there are some big ones. Yeah. Chris Middleton, most likely going to re-sign in my opinion. Yeah. James Harden is either re-sign or Houston. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking he'll re-sign. Let me know if you disagree with anything. Kyrie Irving, probably staying. Yeah, who knows? He's not going to be a Laker because the Lakers already came out and said that they're going to try to run it back with smaller ads. They're just rumored to try to bring back Bruce Brown, who's also a free agent. Not bring back, bring in Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, someone they're looking to bring back, free agent. Christoph Porzingis obviously is signed. So it's the trade. I don't know if it's official according to this. But, yeah. Uh, Kevin Love, Draymond Green is the big piece there. Yeah, Draymond. All right, let's talk about Fred Van Vliet because that's the next game that popped up. Yeah. Did you see the rumor today? Wow, wow. Houston are willing it. to offer a two-year, eighty million dollar contract, so forty million a year. Yeah, so I'm saying like teams like Houston, Orlando. But what I'm like saying is obviously Toronto should not do anything. Yeah, no, like that. Toronto shouldn't do anything. But I'm saying these teams like will offer Fred the Bay that where Toronto shouldn't be matching it. Yeah, the Raptors shouldn't match that. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm shocked that I saw that. I thought it was gonna be like thirty million. Like, I'm not shocked because like I'm like if it was between him and the uh, Dilo, I would have taken Dilo at the same price. Sorry, uh, Fred at the same price. Yeah, but if it's Fred at forty. I don't know if I want that. Yeah, like I'm, but I'm saying. Like, this but I'm def- saying this like this is how Fred is gonna leave. This is definitely a Houston thing. He already got his chip, so he's looking for the bag anyways. Or yeah. Orlando. And then, like these teams, are, they have cap. They're gonna pay like like how the Knicks paid Brunson. Yeah. Right. Initially, you thought, oh, okay, that's a law for Brunson, but obviously Brunson yeah. balled out this year. Yeah, all right. Harrison Barnes, Jeremy Grant is a big one there. Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant's a big one. Um, 
Oh, yeah, some Dame news, some last little bit Dame news. I know you're frustrated with that, but... Whoa. Uh, Karis Levert, Malik Beasley are the team options. Still, we got to decide. Derrick Rose is officially a free agent. Yeah. Um, Christian Wood, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Kuzma. Um, Jordan Clarkson on a player option. Josh Hart on a player option. Kelly Oubre, Josh Richardson. Yeah, so a bunch of... There's like, decent bunch. backup. Oh, Jocko Pertl. I saw something about $20 billion a year that it might give him. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> Uh, Seth yeah, Curry is a good one for shooting purposes. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like, that's where you just listed, like, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so there, Dante DiVincenzo, big one there. Um, no, I don't think there's anyone else, really, right? Matisse Thibault's an RFA. That's someone I'm looking at Mavericks for defense purposes. Just for defense, right? He's not going to give you anything offensively. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything else, right? There's not, no. nothing so else. So let's get into some rumors. Dennis Schroeder, obviously. Because this goes on the list of... Um, yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of people. Uh, uh, contracts. I'm also going down to see if any anyone that played on a vet. Like yeah, yeah. Vet minimum. Thomas Bryant, Danny Green. Yeah, I just go to rumors. Now, now it's just getting bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just getting bad. You want to talk about Shake Milton? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not want to talk about Shake Milton. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Patrick Beverly. All right. Rumors quickly. Um, first one. So the this is actually just new. Like, uh, let me just bring it up. So Clippers traded John Wall, Luke Kennard, and a pick swap for Cam, which is Cam Whitmore, for Eric Gordon. Now they're saving a hundred million in luxury tax by cutting Eric Gordon. So he just got cut. Oh wow. Um. That's just a minor move. Yeah, but we're cap relief. Uh, cap relief for the Clippers, yeah. I need to go on NBA Central. This one doesn't show too much. Losing hoops. Bro, how many words are there? Like, how many? See, honestly, there shouldn't be much, right? What? Like rumors wise, how many are there? Um, I'll I'll just name the couple I see here. Indiana Pacers are strongly weighing three years, uh, for Max Schrus in the forty-eight million range. I have a question for you though. What? Miami free agents. Yeah. How high do you speculate them? Like, I saw one where Gabe Vincent was linked to the Raptors if Fred walks. How high would you speculate them? Because those guys made names because of the Miami culture. Yeah. We've seen people move to different teams, like Lance Stevenson from the Pacers, went to, like, somewhere else, and he did not do well. I would, I don't know, value maybe $15 million max. Okay. Because, like, I'm just saying, like, the Miami free agents is like, okay, do you really want to give them a big lo- money? Because those guys have those guys mainly made their names through the Miami culture. Yeah, and but how Miami plays. So we don't know how they're going to do in, like, different situations. I mean, this should be, def- in my opinion, whatever Bruce Brown gets, they should be getting less than Bruce Brown. Yeah. Right? Well, speaking of Bruce Brown, Lakers have significant interest. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Brown should be a big target yeah. for sure. He'll be, like, the mid-level exception guy for sure. Yeah. Uh, Timberwolves engaged Wizards in discussion about acquiring either Monte Morris, DeLon, right? Uh, Blazers are expected to let Cam Reddish enter free agency. That's, again, someone like... Um, Dallas, I'm looking at three and D potential. Yeah, Cheaper I mean, Cam Reddish definitely didn't live up to yeah. what he's supposed to be as well. Uh, Kyrie Irving will take free agent offers with other teams, meetings with other teams. Uh, there's one that I saw. Oh, Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit among teams for Dante. Miami, this is the one, or a potential destination for Christian Wood. And then I don't know where these rumors came up, but Darius Garland is not getting traded, but he was <laughs> supposedly on a trade block. Actually, yeah, especially when they traded Sexton. Yeah, and then um, Utah Watanabe, Phoenix Sun potential. 
Yeah. And Lakers are planning to re-sign D'Angelo Russell. And let's end it off here because you're a Raptor fan. Or, no, sorry, before we end off with the Raptors, Sixers are expected to offer James Harden considerably higher than his player option this year. Oh, wow. Which is $35.6 million. But here, lot. last one just to end it off before we get into the FIBA news. Yeah. Raptors expected. Raptors reportedly rejected OG Ananomi for Jordan Poole trade. Okay, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I'm like, what, what, what makes you think Raptors would accept that when you see reports like they don't, they did not, they did not expect uh, accept like a four first for an OG trade. Yeah, right. There's no way of accepting that. Yeah. So obviously, even as a Raptor fan, you're like, nah. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last bit of news before we go to a quick fire and soccer. Um, or quick fire is mainly NFL anyways, but um, let me just pull it up. FIBA news, not USA. This is Canada news. I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't see it. Bro, I was in bed all day. I didn't see shit. <laughs> so, Canada basketball has a new coach. Actually? It's no longer Nick Nurse. Now, I don't know how much of that is because he's on a new team. He wants to focus on that or he just wants doesn't want anything to do with Canada anymore. <laughs> but because Toronto... Yeah. But it's Jordi Fernandez, one of your Raptors finalists, the Sacramento um, assistant, lead assistant. Wow. So, which is big for him because if he does if he does stuff with Canada, depending on who the roster is, um, yeah, he could definitely get a promotion. He could get a, definitely a job next year for sure. Yeah. So that's the small news here. Canada basketball, please start, or and players, please start announcing your roster spots. Um, all right, let's move on to quick fire. Uh, I don't have anything this written down, but. First off, some sad news in the NFL. Obviously, I, I don't know this player well. I think I've heard of his name. Yeah. Um, let me actually just pull it up. I think I have it. I don't want to mess anything up. Uh, it's rest in peace to Ryan Mallett, 35-year-old quarterback. Um, I do have it here. Okay. 35-year-old quarterback. Uh, he drowned recently. Yeah. That's just uh, sad news. I don't know. I haven't looked at the full, full details. So. An apparent drowning. Former Arkansas quarterback, uh, played for New England, Houston, and Baltimore. That's where I heard him, I think, in Houston. Yeah. Um, played during his five years in the NFL. Uh, died in apparent drowning, according to Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office. Uh, yeah, and obviously, you got the look at the tributes coming in. Bill Belichuk, Arkansas, J.J. Watt, John Harbaugh. Yeah, just so, un- it's just unfortunate sad, news. Um, Sad news, but rest in peace, Ryan Mallett. Um, moving on, we got some news to um, obviously not hard. No, it's not easy to move on from news like that. But um, Isaiah Rogers is looking like he will get the one-year suspension from gambling. Yeah, and I think there's like he's obviously the main headliner. There's also there's more coming other players. in. Yes. So yeah, there's also more coming in as well. So Rogers among players to receive a year-long ban, and then this also puts him in free agency the year after. So yeah. So it's not even like the Colts could maybe the Colts cut him for draft or cap space reasons, but um, as among a group of players expected to receive a season-long suspension this week for alleged gambling. So there's more players. Like you there said. are more players. Yeah. Um. And I think they fi- roughly hundred bets made. Declared, yeah, they clarified the rules a little bit. They're like. Uh, when the season's going, you can't bet on any football games, so whether it be college yeah. as well. Uh, you, can't, you can't be in the facilities. You can't be in the facility. You can't. I don't think you could bet. Like Your name shouldn't be on a sports book during the season at all, I think. Yeah. So there's Like that. for any sport, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So there obviously we had some news earlier with Jameson Williams who got six games. Yeah, he got six games with a bunch of other all right. lines. Last well. bit of news here. Uh, there's an s- extension. The Patriots and wide receiver Devontae Parker reached an agreement of a three-year new contract up to $33 million. Uh, the deal done by Parker's longtime agent, 
also includes a 40, 14 million in guarantees. So Devontae Parker is finds a new home still in New England. Yeah, I mean Devontae Parker is still a decent wide receiver. Yeah. So Patriots need one. So it's fine that they locked him up. Obviously, Miami did trade him away to get Tyreek Hill, which is obviously understandable. Yeah. But Devontae Parker is still like a good wide receiver. A lot of, but he's also had a lot of injury. He also had injury issues as well. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to some soccer. Let's end it off here. It should not be taking too long. Once again, if you made it this far, please like the video, subscribe. Thank you for being here. Obviously, we're a little one bit One like energy. equals one prayer for us. <laughs> but, okay. To help us get better. <laughs> um, let's go with the transfers. We'll end with Canada Soccer News after. Because, right. obviously, we're a little bit more passionate with that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Official the- news that have come out. Kovacic has officially signed for Man City. Yeah, that was, uh, that was already expected. Arsenal finally reached an agreement with Declan or for Declan Rice from West Ham. Making hundred million, making him five, the I think. Hundred no, hundred million plus five add-ons. Okay, yeah, but making uh, him the highest British player. British I think. player, yeah. Does he pass Sancho or Maguire? I don't know, but yeah, whatever. Um, you know that the both of them are flops. Yeah. <laughs> so so this the quick story with this one. City was in the race, and yeah. I don't know how much of it was debate. Um, they offered something. They offered ninety mil, and they rejected. Like at least Arsenal 90 came mil, back, yeah. offered this, and then West, Arsenal, Ham. Uh, West Ham accepted. Yeah, Arsenal, and West Ham or Man City is not putting us. Arsenal really just beefed up the midfield because yeah, they added him. Now going to the next news for a 65 million, they added Kai, Kai Havertz, officially as well. The Thomas Partey was getting a little bit older. Declan Rice is younger, and then Declan Rice is a good player. We all know that, right? Yeah. Because obviously we would want we would have wanted him until we got like Casemiro, and I think we still would have wanted him. Yeah. Right. Speaking of. Um, Arsenal rivals Tottenham, they've officially announced James Madison for forty mil, and, and that's a good signing for that them. Kind as well. of obviously they had no Champions League. This is where I'm like Man United, where the hell are you? But obviously the Man United tax <laughs> will probably play in a factor. Uh, but that's a good signing that's for Tottenham. That's a great signing. I love James Madison. I think he's very James underrated. Madison is a good player. Yeah. yeah, I think he's very underrated. And the last bit before I get to the rumors quickly, um, personal terms agreed apparently with Harry Kane and Byron. Yeah, that was a big one for so, sure. Dude, that's about, massive development because Kerry Kane at first we were like, oh, he doesn't. He wants to get the British record. He's like, he could always come back to that. And yeah, so are we? Did we say this last part? I'm not sure, but El Kaigondo into Barca. Yeah, that was last episode. That was last episode. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Byron. Now let's move on. Byron have reached total verbal agreement with Kim Menje on personal terms. Five year deal already. Here we go. Which means Fabrizio Romano has confirmed that. Bro, is there beef between Fabrizio Romano and David Orstein? I don't think so. Because <laughs> Fabrizio like Romano two. gives him his props. Every, everyone okay. has, like, two, right? Like, every sport now? Yeah. Low-key, because, like... Well, NFL. MLB MLB gives props to whoever. They're, like, five different ones. That, Actually? Like, Jeff Passman would say, um, for example, John Morosi yeah, first yeah. on it. So, it was, like, NFL... In this case, he did give Ornstein credit. Like, NFL something. has Schefter and Rappaport. Yeah. NBA has Woj and Shams. NHL just, I don't know, there's a bunch. Freege, right? Merrick, Weeks, Wyshynski, Cervelli, Dreger. Yeah, NHL has a lot. Yeah. And uh, then now, obviously, soccer is now Ornstein and Romano. Yeah. Let me pull up the transfer news live. You could always see this on Twitter. No promo, but... Eric Ten Hag wants Andre Onana to replace David De Gea. Makes sense. Harry Winks will undergo his Leicester medical. So, I guess he's going from Tottenham to Leicester. So, he's going to uh, the championship. Yeah. Koulibaly officially moved. Yeah, nothing nothing major. Basik just wants to sign Philip Coutinho. Uh, 
Pulisic has given a green light to a move to AC Milan. Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing Juventus major, are right? willing to sell Paul Pogba. Oh, uh, but Paul Pogba is injured now. Yeah. Obviously, he was definitely. I remember him in the 2014 World Cup. I loved watching that. Uh, that France team play because of Paul Pogba it was one of the main reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing. Nothing crazy there. So we'll just we don't want to like read random tweets here. Yeah, but there's nothing. Last thing, Canada soccer. Obviously, Gold Cup is on. Don't care too much about that right now because no one's really playing. Yeah, two two. They choked. But the big news is that potential bankruptcy could be involved. Oh, yeah, yeah. Canada Soccer at risk of bankruptcy says Jason DeVos, who is the... Um, the president? Acting president, I believe. Yeah. Interim general secretary. They're the real struggle financially. Um, we're not going to bore you guys with the details. You guys could look into it. It's like a Canada Soccer business deal that they signed like 20 years ago. Yeah. Or 10 years ago before 20 years. Because at the time, Canada Soccer was shit. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, we need finances. We'd sign that deal. All of a sudden, our women's team has always been good for more over a decade, but the men's have emerged. They want more money, deservedly so. Problem is they can't afford it. Um, they need to figure out a re-agreement, renegotiated agreement with CSB. Yeah. Um, you can hit, listen to Mike Halford talk about it a little bit on the radio. Uh, Peter Galindo and all these guys, you'll see it on Twitter. But, yeah, it's, it sucks because we're finally on the map in one of our favorite sports. Normally, we're, yeah, like, yeah, right. we're too busy rooting for, like, Spain, Argentina, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Obviously, we're not, we, we're not um, stupid. Canada's not going to win a World Cup, Copa America, whatever. They have a chance to win a Gold Cup, though, slash yeah. Nations League. So that's where we're, like, the thing is how they're saying that when it comes to the fall, only one team could go in the international window type of shit. So, like, either the men or the women go. That's how okay, bad it's Okay, yeah, that's, that's really bad. So, obviously, they agreed to some sort of thing with the women's, but I don't know how true that is with his news coming out. Yeah, um, I don't get it. Like, I don't know how they're... He's quoted to say to Rick Westhead, we're in a real struggle. It's not imminent, but we need to explore what bankruptcy entails. Oh, wow. And how it might affect your organization. Now, I was listening to Jason Broff because they don't have enough revenue coming in for the programs, which is weird because the CSB stuff... How much of it this is to put pressure on CSB to renegotiate? Because if they can declare bankruptcy, they're not going to pay them anyways. Yeah. So, I don't know. Situation sucks, obviously. But, yeah, it is what it is. Gold Cup is on if you guys want to watch still. Uh, yeah, let me see. Canada's roster not the fullest. I think none of the rosters are really the fullest. But yeah. one thing I want to say before we close it out for Canada soccer, please play the younger guys more, especially goalie. Borian should not be playing this. If the, the rest of yeah, them are Borean's playing, playing Dane Sinclair, give him a chance and see what happens. I'm pretty sure Borian is playing. Yeah, but I, sh- I think he should. I think Astakio is in there as well. No, he dropped out. He dropped out? Astakio and Adekubi backed out a day oh. before. Uh, Ali Ahmed started, and he was good for from the White Cups. Oh, nice. But like guys like Victoria and all these guys, I, I would rather not see them play. I'd rather see this like a young Yeah, just try to get Because we need the depth going yeah. forward. Right? Like, just develop some young talent that, here. Exactly. Especially for goalie. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. But yeah, um, we appreciate you guys watching. I don't know how long this is, but I don't know. Like we're under, I don't even know where we're at right now. I'll yeah, obviously we apologize again for the low energy. Um, yeah, but we appreciate you if you guys got all the way to here. Definitely drained a little bit, Jeffrey. Yeah, uh, but we need to Just put out this content you, for you guys, man. Yeah, uh, today, today it was a must, right? Today like, was a must for sure. If this was like July, we probably would have done it a day later but yeah we probably would have like postponed but like today we had but we to did it man crap. you feeling it <laughs> i'm definitely feeling i'm it. definitely feeling drained now but yeah, um, yeah got good convos though which was good um i'm sweating bro yeah. like i'm absolutely sweating <laughs> and i'm wearing a 
I'm wearing pajama as well, right? Yeah. All right. We'll close it out there. But we also, again, we appreciate you guys watching. Like, comment, any of your thoughts, subscribe. Uh, make sure you guys check out our Instagram reels, IG in general, TikToks. You know, follow our Twitter for any updates there. Uh, YouTube shorts. We, uh, do, uh, we drop stuff daily on there as well. So other than that, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.